pirates are known for their dirty mouths and general lack of hygiene, among other things. But we at Wham Bam, thank you ma'am, run a tight ship. Some of the things we say could make the most dastardly pirate blush. But our crew is as clean as our mouths are dirty. We'd like to thank Explicit Essentials for sending us the supplies we need to keep ourselves clean, fresh, and badass even on the high seas. I use my Bitch Relax Body Butter Nightly to help soothe me into a deep sleep. My Captain Quarters smell like lavender and sweet mint, and I wouldn't have it any other way. What about you, ma'ams? Arr, I be using Calm the Fuck Down, because I do be needing it. It be made of rosemary and sweet mint, and makes you feel all tingly, in a good way. And what about you, Andy? Arr, I'm using Hello Gorgeous. It's scented like wild puppies and peach prosecco. That's a Scottish fuck. <laughs> Scottish pirate. Sometimes the crew be Scottish, and that's okay. I use it after I shave my hairy legs to keep my skin baby soft. You've heard it from the crew. Want to join us? Go to shopexplicitessentials.com and use WhamBam20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. As for us, the sea is calling our names. Get flirty! And stay, stay explicit! explicit. Yes, that too will be very explicit! Yar! <laughs> Wham, Bam, Thank You Ma'am is a podcast that discusses sex, intimate and sexual situations, sexualized anatomy, alcohol, and substance use. Naughty language will be used. We recommend listeners be 18 or older, as some content will not be suitable for younger listeners. Individual episodes may contain additional content warnings. Please refer to these at the start of each episode to keep yourself safe. Most importantly, have fun and enjoy. Welcome to Wham Bam Thank You Ma'am, the smuttiest, sluttiest podcast this side of literary analysis. And this is Foreplay, our new mini episode segment. You can expect to see a foreplay episode on the off weeks, meaning you can now hear our dulcet tones every Wednesday. I'm Corinne, and I've studied media and literature in college, and I brought this motley crew together. What about you, Andy? Hi, I'm Andy. I have been ingratiated with fandom culture longer than it is appropriate for someone to be ingratiated with fandom culture. Roxy. Hello, my name is Roxy, and I love romance novels to an unhealthy degree, but I, I'm learning new things every day. Every day. <sighs> every day we bring you closer and closer to the hell in which we live. It's, it's, it's nice this hell you have. Uh, I love what you've done with the place. It's very nice. Very millennial gray. Ugh. Well, you know, we, uh, had a flipper in, so it is yeah. what it is. It is, it is hell. It yeah. is hell. <laughs> Today's foreplay is called Ask the Mams. Our Discord community sent us some questions and we're going to answer them to the best of our abilities. Now, I do want to warn you, we are, uh, not... Professional advice givers? Well, actually, <laughs> no, actually, no, because in therapy, we don't give you advice. We give you the tools to make your own decisions. So technically not, but also maybe. <laughs> None of us could afford Roxy being our therapist. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You couldn't afford no, me. <laughs> so. I would like to tell everyone this is just personal advice. Yes. Do not try and state us in like a criminal trial. 
in our off hours too. I'm I'm not on the clock, okay? Listen. We are not on the clock. This is a Sunday. Yeah, it's a Sunday and you're reading smut online. Listen. We love it. We love it. But please do not try and cite us in a criminal trial for anything we say. Unless we commit a crime, then please cite me. Because I want my, my story out there. Fucking snitch? No, I wouldn't. No, I'm keeping that one to my grave. Oh, Don't worry, okay, Andy. We're good. Okay. We're good. Just the one. Yeah, sure. Just one. <laughs> The one that brought us all together, you know, the the, the, the thing. Anyway. That summer. The secret between <laughs> us and the pigs upstate. <laughs> they fed good that night. I was going to try and make it pig sound, and I'm like, nah, I don't need that on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where we draw the line? Out of everything we've done, that's it? That's pig where I, I draw the line, personally. Me, specifically. I'll, I'll make chicken noises, though. You want to be a chicken? <laughs> I am always a chicken. <laughs> That's, that's fair. All right, so we're going to get to our first question. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yes, I almost forgot. Yeah, before we, before we answer these questions that were submitted by the community, what are we doing, Corinne? So as a part of floor play, the mams who choose to drink are taking a shot. This is our floor play for the episode. So, cheers. Cheers. Oh, hot damn. That straight rum. Yep. Hot damn. We shared a shot of Kraken. Oh, it's like there's a fire in my belly. Oh, okay. I love the fire on my tongue. All right. I have a question for you, too. Do we want to save the spiciest question for last? Yeah. Okay, we'll save the spiciest yeah. question for last. We'll, we'll rearrange our questions a little. So our very first question do the mams have any tips for uh, female, female dating and relationships? Uh, this would be femme, femme, um, lady to lady. Woman loving woman. Woman loving woman. WLW. Gay shit. Yeah, the gay stuff. I'm going to tell you that personally, I accidentally dated people. Uh, <laughs> neither of us knew we were dating at the time. If that isn't the gayest thing I've heard all day, <laughs> not realizing. <laughs> yeah, to, to, uh, femme folk not realizing that they're dating. Uh, <laughs> so my, my tip is be friends with someone and then try to, uh, piss off homophobes and, like, go to the movies together and hold hands and, and act like you're dating at the movies and um then you're basically dating we didn't realize this until <sighs> years later uh <laughs> and it's if that isn't the most uh women loving women thing out there uh i i don't know what is that's my tip <laughs> <sighs> yeah that's a real story and my friend and i we laughed this day we could have legitimately dated and it would have been basically no different. You just didn't have labels. Yeah. <laughs> and it was mainly performative, but like we were also really close friends. So like <laughs> Friends with benefits and the benefit is friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the benefit is still friendship. <laughs> Andy, Andy is just shaking her head. It's fantastic. Uh, my advice is, is be 
less oblivious than I was in college. See the possible relationships in front of you. The ones that, you know, the friendships that you have that could be something more. Not every friendship can be romantic. However, I will say that I did end up marrying one of my best friends. So the advice I have and what I go through with my wife is when you are in a woman loving woman relationship, get any preconceived like dating norms out of your head. Just toss them out. Like, oh, this person pays for dinner. Oh, this person does that. Every relationship you're in is going to be different and you are on equal footing. And it is just a very unique and lovely thing with uh, this relationship. You can see how it ebbs and flows. Don't go into it with a lot of expectations. See what fits, see what doesn't. And don't be too hard on yourself. There's this thing we tend to do in the queer community, I think, where we treat femme individuals as mysterious and lovely. And yes, they are. But also, they're people too. Don't be scared of them. Don't don't be scared to just ask a girl out. My wife was very nervous asking me out. <laughs> but, but they're people too. They're not, you know, um, some mythical, gorgeous goddess, even though they are. And just be yourself. And if they don't like you for who you are, chuck them out. (laughs) Not physically, but emotionally. Just, you know, find someone who loves you for you and don't have those expectations on who should do what in a relationship where you are equal partners. Everybody shits. Yeah. Yes. The hottest girls take the grossest shits. The hottest girls of IBS. <laughs> For those of you listening to the recording, Andy just like pointed at herself like me. Is it me? Is it me? <laughs> I'm the hottest girls. <laughs> the most tummy issues. Ooh. <laughs> those tummy issues make you so pretty. Uh, uh, my trauma. Ugh, get me out of here. <laughs> so I'm gonna be very frank, and I've kind of mentioned this on the podcast before, but my first real boyfriend is now my husband. I have like no other dating experience. I'm the horniest ma'am. I'm a slut in theory, not in practice. And so I I would give very similar advice to Roxy. I don't have a ton of obviously like WLW experience, but like I was the one that asked my husband out. And I was the one that like held his hand first. Slut <laughs> Are you slut shaming? Hand-holding pussy. It's okay. Do you guys want to hear a funny story? Yes. Were you showing ankle too? Oh my God, Andy. We went to a Christian college together and we were at a magical dinner because that was the most romantic thing you could do at a Christian college, right? And I went to go hold his hand and uh, I'd never held anyone's hand before and his hand was weird and he wouldn't like move it. So I ended up holding it like this. She's interlocking her fingers. But it's like... It's like pinky by middle finger instead of like. It's not a line. No, it's it, not it was a line. like off. <laughs> um, and then two of his friends that went with us were like, "Are you two dating?" And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> That's when you say, "Hey, do you want to?" Yeah. <laughs> like you could have been so smooth, damn it. I was, I, I was still a shy little closeted being. It's fine. Like a pea in a pod. Many of us start off very shy, and if you'll believe it, I'm actually still very shy. Uh, I'm just, I'm like two-faced. No, you're comfortable. <laughs> I'm comfortable, yes. When I'm comfortable with people, I am the opposite of shy. And also, I, I can put on a very good facade. 
But I, I will say that I think one of the biggest things is dating, regardless of gender, regardless of who you're dating, is a lot about being comfortable and being able to be comfortable. And like you want to impress that person. There's always going to be a stage where you're trying to impress them. But at the end of the day, a lasting match is someone who makes you feel comfortable. And in my opinion, in my experience, somebody who makes you laugh. Somebody who makes you laugh is one of the greatest things that can happen. Can I tell one more story and then I'll stop? Tell your story. Okay. Um, the day after Ben and I, my husband and I started going out, he went to go stand up in his new apartment. And as he was standing up, he sneezed and farted at the same time. And I laughed for 15 minutes. And he is now my husband. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first day after we started dating. Like We started dating at midnight and I went over to his house the next day. And he snarted. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that Bevan, my husband, always says is that if you really like someone, you're not afraid to look like a fool for them. And that's always been one of the things that really set him apart from other people I dated is that he would do the silliest bullshit in public just because it would make me laugh. And if you can find someone who will look ridiculous for you, just do the dumbest shit to make you laugh, you found a keeper. My my wife never does anything foolish online. <laughs> no, she never. She never. Completely serious, your wife, Val. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, known so... for being serious. Her Twitter, well, I guess now her Blue Sky account, it's, it's a it's a wasteland. It's the dumbest jokes I've ever read. And she she doesn't want me to laugh. She wants me to roll my eyes and be like, I don't know you. And then that gives her joy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that says, but. I mean, you're really fun to annoy. Oh, oh thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so is in our vows, you know. I like annoying you. I'll, I'll keep you around. <laughs> I had to double check because we're in a we're in a group chat with uh, Psyche and, and her wife Val and or Roxy and her wife Val and uh, one of the treasures that Val has given us this week is they don't call them mashed cum tatoes for nothing. I don't know her. Um, <laughs> you said I, I know do I forever, I'm bitch. No, no, I don't know her. I um. <laughs> You've never met this woman in your life. <laughs> Married and together 11 years? No, I don't know you. Who, who are you? What are you doing in my house? Stop pilfering my cum tatoes. <laughs> Fucking hate it here. I hate I just want to say potatoes are my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> it started because I saw a TikTok of this lady telling her daughter that these mashed potatoes she ate recently tasted like they had cum in them. And I was like... This is heinous. It's like a joke my wife would tell. And now she is telling it all the time in our group chat. You know, there's an entire cookbook about putting cum in food, and it, that's really all it is. No, why would I know that? What? It's a fetish. Yeah, there's a whole cookbook. And then there's also like a mixology version. But that one's actually apparently better than the food one, because the food one is literally just adding it. Whereas the mixology one is using it as an ingredient to add flavor. I need to ask this question and then I need the podcast to end with this episode. Does cum curdle? I would think it... Well, I think it would be a lot like an egg. 
and that you can make it frothy what with the fuck have uh, you done, citrus. Andy? What the fuck have you done? What the fuck? God damn it, Andy. That's my idea. Due to the protein um, and stuff in it, I feel like you could make it frothy via citrus and shaking. You fucking knew Corinne was going to give it a real mm. answer. You knew. You knew and you asked I anyway. I know, but I, who you else knew? was going to ask? No, there's some, there's some answers we don't need, Andy. We don't. The people deserve to know. Okay. They deserve to know. The people don't deserve shit. They deserve to know. <laughs> they deserve to know. My, my guesstimation is that it's much like an egg. I made myself cry making that joke. I hope you people are happy. I'm very happy you cried. You deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve all the sadness. Oh. For what you've done. Well, now we have an episode title for foreplay. Just come, Curdle. <laughs> <laughs> Go cry about it. That is the foreplay episode title. Just come, Curdle. Cries. What's our second question? Please tell me it's not come related. It is not come related. Okay. Any recommendations on how to date as a demisexual? Oh, so I haven't really been very upfront about it, but I am someone who is demisexual. I am bisexual, demisexual. And for those of you who don't know what demisexual is, it's basically to simplify something that's a lot more in depth than this. You have to have like a romantic or emotional connection to someone before sexual intimacy. Once again, that's a very simplified way of describing it. But at least that's how I have come across to define it for myself. And I first will say it's hard. It's very hard because opening up to someone and being vulnerable with them and having that romantic relationship once you do reach that stage, it's putting a lot of almost like a lot of expectation or like a lot of stress on yourself because it's like, Oh no, I'm already emotionally attached to you. And now we're taking it further. This is going to be interesting if it falls apart. Advice I would give you is don't be hard on yourself. And if someone says this is too difficult for me or they don't respect your identity, walk away. Walk away. Hit them with your car. Hit them with your car. No, don't hit them hit with, them your, with car. your car. Remember, our advice cannot be used in criminal trials. <sighs> Hit them with your car. Walk away. <laughs> Walk away before you get to that point. And get into your car and then hit them with it. Walk away. <laughs> and uh, I will say, though, be upfront with your identity. Let them know from the beginning that this is who you are because it'll make things a lot smoother. Uh, it'll help weed out the people who treat it like frivolously versus those who take it seriously and are understanding of who you are as a person. That'll help cause you to avoid a lot of heartbreak later on down the road, just being upfront about it. The other thing I would give advice on is, one, don't be hard on yourself, but two, try to have grace with people and try to understand that not everyone thinks the way we do, and that if they don't align perfectly with your orientation, most good people aren't attacking you. They have their own way. They have their own attachments, their own way of doing things. Just because they can have sex without emotional attachment does not make them any less of a valued person. It doesn't make you more of a valued person if you do have to have that emotional connection. It's just who they are. 
respect it and don't have a connection with them if you can't handle that relationship dynamic. I hope I answered that well. I know it was a bit wordy. No, you did a good job. I just am wondering where the slut shaming that came in to me earlier was coming in from that. That's because we're close enough that now I feel free to insult you. That is my love language. <laughs> you know what? That's so fair. Listen. As good friends, we can insult each other. Yeah. I mean, you admire my tits constantly. and Oh my God. Who, who would? At this point, we can also slut shame each other. It's like a trust fall exercise. <laughs> yeah. A slut fall. Yes, a slut fall. Oh my God. It was hot girl summer. Now it's time for a slut fall. <laughs> okay, but hell yeah. Quick tangent. Quick tangent for slut fall. I have a friend. He um was talking about how he he didn't have enough time to get in shape for hot boy summer. But he was considering getting, uh, you know, he's been working out. So he might just have to make it, uh, you know, like a, a, a hot boy fall. So calling it uh, a slut fall would be fantastic because, you know, he's slowly been inching up the shorts higher and higher. And I've recommended sweater crop tops to him. So it depends on what part of the country you're in. Here's catnip for it, a bisexual person. OK, a cardigan. You can tuck them with like a French tuck. I personally don't, but I'm also a plus size person. Roll up your sleeves. Push your sleeves up to your Ooh. elbow. Yeah. Yes. I am an arm girl. Watch the bitches roll in. I am bitches. Show me your arms. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Andy starts furiously rolling up her sleeves. <laughs> oh, God, can I get him up? You want to see arms? I got arms for days, baby. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, I do want to position Slut Fall as, you know, we had Hot Boy, Hot Girl Summer. Now we have Slut Fall. Get out the sweater crop tops. Get some nice high shorts. Maybe put some leggings under them. You know, a nice look. Maybe with some boots. I think Slut Fall is really going to take off. I like Slut Fall a lot more than I like Slotum. I like <laughs> Slut Fall. <laughs> is better than Slotum. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> oh. I, uh, I have a little bit to say on our last question, uh, the previous one. I am not demisexual. However, my husband is. And so I'm coming at this from the opposite perspective of being somebody who is in a relationship with someone who is demi without being demi myself. And I think one of the biggest things is being able to have an open and honest conversation. And also being able to find a partner who can, in a way take care of themselves <laughs> because your partner um, isn't always going to want to be in the mood if you're dating someone who is Demi like they being in the mood is sometimes a very rare thing sometimes it's not sometimes that emotional connection really is enough to kind of make it whenever but it really depends on the person and so if you're in a relationship with someone who's ace someone who is Demi and they don't have as many as high of a sexual drive as you may have being able to handle yourself is always a fantastic skill. You know, nothing to be ashamed of. And it's a great asset if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody who is Demi or Ace. It gives you the ability to not put pressure on your partner, to be able to fulfill your needs without burdening them in any way or making them uncomfortable. But keep the line of communication open because you want to make sure that your own sexual relationship with each other isn't struggling or failing because of that. It's so important to communicate, I guess, is the, the biggest thing. Because 
sex can be an important part of a relationship. It can also not be. Some people have completely fulfilling relationships without sex involved at all. And it isn't needed. But some people do need it more than others. And you got to talk to each other. You got to make sure that everybody is happy in the situation. And there are ways to fulfill each other's sexual desires without actually having sex. So also with demisexuality, heads up when we really like you. Sometimes, yes, they need to take care of themselves. Sometimes <laughs> there is the other side of the spectrum where you can have it quite frequently once you really like someone. So just know that it's just. <laughs> it depends on the person. And sometimes it is. It's different. Like a it's, werewolf. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> is this the last foreplay section we're ever going to Oh. It uh, demisexuality can be like a werewolf. That is all I will say. <laughs> yes, it's like different phases of the moon. Yeah. You know, you don't know what time you're going to get, honey. <laughs> and now, Andy, what were you going to bring to this conversation? I was just going to say that in all the questions about relationships, the most important thing is communication. Good job, Andy. Thanks. Yeah. But gold star. But also werewolves, I guess. <laughs> you know, we haven't done werewolves yet. No, because they're so common. We keep being like, yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, I may have a problem with that one. I like werewolves. I do like werewolves. We're going to have to do a werewolf. I'm a vampire person. We they're know. Hairy. We know you are. Fucking <laughs> Bella Swan ass. I'm kidding. You know, you're Listen, so- but I go with Alice. Yeah, I made the right decision. you did. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I really need to get her to dress up as Alice for Halloween. No, I don't have a problem. That would be so cute. That would look great. As yeah, I'm yeah. Her right now, <laughs> she'll be like, "Who's Alice?" <laughs> she doesn't watch Twilight. We did get her to watch the first movie. We did. Hey, that's a that's a that's a thing you got there. All right. So for our final question, which bad dragon intimate item would the Mams recommend? What a question. Now some caveats. I believe, I, I can't speak for all the mams, but I have personally never tried a Bad Dragon product. I have heard some things about their quality that they may be questionable and perhaps their customer service may not be. I wouldn't get them to sponsor our podcast is what I'm saying. But we did peruse and we've picked some favorites out of the site. Would anyone like to talk about their favorite first or is there any other caveats you'd like to add? I, I, can, I can go first with uh, sharing what I have found. I would like to state that I have not tried this product. I have never tried a Bad Dragon product. Wink. <laughs> Listen, it's expensive. I do want to say for anybody who can't see this video, I can't wink. So that was a really poor attempt. It was. I wasn't going to say it on the audio but oh oh stop god, oh stop god bless oh no can we get one more oh, oh we gotta turn that into a gif that's rough uh, yeah i can't do it i don't have very strong control of my face separately maybe give us a sultry blink like both of them oh, oh damn wait. okay wait hold on that was working Why was wait that so wait. sultry i didn't the double wait if you just blink at someone like that you don't gotta wink anymore that was good i'm good for the like looking up through the eyelashes yeah. it's because you're so goddamn short 
Oh my god! <laughs> Excuse me while I get a, a Patreon account to access this video. Anyway, um, so what I'm going for is an item. I'm not actually buying this. It's just what I found really funny. Everything in here looks like a damn gummy worm. All right, it's so bright and chewy looking. Please don't chew on your bed, Drake. Tell me I'm wrong. No, it does look like gummy worms. As a gummy worm aficionado, it does. Oh. The, the item I have found most intriguing is called Winston's Tongue. It looks like the mouth of a creature, and then its tongue is just out there. It looks like they cut off half a face, and it's horrifying, and I can't stop looking away. Winston's Tongue is only $85. Only? What a steal. You can get it. In lots of different color options, like black dragon gold, silver, black gold, or bronze, or even camo. <laughs> it's always camo. Did you do that on fucking purpose? No, it's this green marbled looking thing oh. called fifth kind. And tell me it's not camo. Oh, God. Send me a link. It's hideous. Oh. There's, there's also a Mario option. No, no, that's a surprise me. But it it does oh, look like the. It looks like the. Okay, I was like, how did they get that copyright deal? <laughs> I don't think you'll need to be surprised because it's already surprising. But yes, buy it today, Winston's tongue. <sighs> My masturbatory device from BadDragon.com. It's full government name. <laughs> uh, first of all, don't don't buy from Bad Dragon. It's just yeah, it's bad news bears. Go to fucking Amazon. Go They've got good shit. Listen to our our review. <laughs> Go to Etsy for fuck's sake. I mean, like if you want to support a smaller business, like you got options that ain't Bad Dragon. You can get five orgs, says Missy on Amazon. <laughs> Remember, five God. whole organizations. Yeah, five whole organizations. You're going to have too many organizations to masturbate. That is my too favorite busy. episode. Oh. <laughs> Where we got high and reviewed toys. Oh my God. I... Anyway, Andy, sorry. No, you're so fine. I, God, that episode was fantastic. But I was like, what's the most fucked up looking thing I can find? Oh, and it God. wasn't one of the tentacles. It wasn't even an ovipositor. I didn't see any ovipositors. Otherwise, I probably would have done that. Do you know what that is, Roxy? Yeah, I've read fan fiction by this point. Just making sure. Because you looked horrified. And I'm like, but you look horrified. Confused. I was horrified because I know what it is. And I'm confused that you can buy it. <laughs> anyway, um, I found one that is called David's Paw for $135. Every color it comes in has a glitter sheen to it, so they're all shiny. But it, it it's a goddamn dog paw. It's just a goddamn dog paw. It's like, eh. It's fucking Barbie's foot looking ass. Does it have a hole in it? Nope. It's just a foot? Not that I'm saying it should have a hole in it, but like, it's just, it's just a foot. It is for insertion. I will send you a link. <gasps> no! My hand no! to the goddamn Bible. It comes in a single and a two-pack, and you can select soft and extra soft firmness uh, for $135. Uh, 
I don't know what's worse, the idea of a foot up my ass or a soft foot up my ass. Jesus you Christ. You keep slut shaming me, you're gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. We're close now, Andy. It's, you're not safe. God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, don't buy it, but I picked the goofiest one. Don't buy it, but go look don't at it. Don't look at it. <laughs> oh. All right. So my selection, I chose based solely on name alone. Its name is Pretzel. <laughs> Just Pretzel. It's it's a little bit twisty. It's a little bit ridgy. It, 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 it comes in so many fun colors. But I, I just want to read a little excerpt for you. Enjoy a unique and immensely tantalizing curve that only Pretzel could offer. Ease into his tapered head, gradually leading to sensual nubs and textures throughout his shaft. As you continue sliding down, you'll feel his girth grow, coaxing a sigh of immense pleasure from feeling it all come together. They say the journey is the best part. And with so many different ways to approach Pretzel, his versatility is sure to give you hours of unique and fun playtime. I really, I really liked pretzels before this. I ate pretzels for lunch. I really like soft pretzels with like the, the mustard cheese sauce. and. Those of you that uh, are just listening and not watching, Roxy looked so sad. <laughs> I took a screenshot because I'm like, she looks so Heartbroken. I love pretzels. You don't know. <laughs> well, now pretzel can love you back. I make them every year for the Super Bowl. I make pretzel tots, and they're really good. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, the noise. You. I'm sorry to have broken your heart and your pretzel, Roxy. Oh, it's okay. Some things are meant to be broken so they can be built back better. <laughs> they can be twisted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Not a sponsor ever. <laughs> we can just mark off another company that is never going to want to sponsor Now us. a pretzel company. No, uh, Auntie Anne's, we love you, but we know you don't love us, and that's oh, okay. Wetzel's pretzel. <laughs> what about Dots pretzels? Maybe we can get a Dot. Who's the sluttiest pretzel company? That's my question. That's our Ooh. question for the Discord community. Tell us once you listen to this episode. What's the sluttiest pretzel company? Yeah. Right down below. Join our Discord to have input. Comment on this episode. <laughs> Tell us, what's the sluttiest pretzel company? The world needs to know. We need to know. I we need, need to, to know. There. Feel free to join to tell us to go to church. <laughs> I won't go I to won't church, either. but you can tell yeah. me. I'll go to church and I'll, I'll eat a pretzel in the back row. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bread. <laughs> it counts. You'll be like... Crackling like the, the the little like paper like crunch crunch crunch. I would never. Crunch, I'm a crunch, soft crunch, pretzel crunch. lady. <laughs> no, no, it's the paper around the soft pretzel. Okay, okay. Over okay. Over. okay. All right. This has been foreplay, and I hope you've all enjoyed it. If you would like to ask the mams a question, join our Discord and post in the Ask the Mams channel, or email us at askthemams at gmail.com. Have a fun idea for a foreplay segment? Please comment on the episode and let us know. This has been WBTYM Foreplay, and we hope we've left you wanting more. Get flirty and, and stay, stay dirty. Sluts. Yeah. Go enjoy Sludfall. <laughs> <laughs>